Hey, what's up, friends? Thank you so much for joining me for the Rockstar Unplugged podcast. Today, I want to talk about something that seems to be plaguing everyone in one way or another, and that's fear. I want to talk to you about fear. Um, And I want to talk to you about it because uh, I want to share a story of how this relates to all of our lives right now. Uh, You know, uh, about a year or so ago, I watched a documentary on Netflix called What the Health. And if you haven't seen it, it's actually pretty awesome to watch, but it's, it's about um, pl- like plant-based diets, how they're healthier for you, etc. My wife and I are now, again, shifting more to a plant-based uh, diet, but that's not what this episode is about. It's not about trying to tell you to be vegetarian or vegan. No, not at all. As a matter of fact, when I watched What the Health, I was telling my daughter about it. I love my daughter. She's such an amazing girl. Uh, an amazing adult now, <laughs> but still my little girl. Anyways, um, I told her about it. I was like, oh, you got to check this out. Uh, it helps with inflammation. It helps with uh, stress, anxiety, uh, sickness, medication. Like it is, all these people are getting off their diabetes medicine by switching to plant-based diets and it's healing cancer. And, and she's like, she watched it and she's such a smart, she's, she's going to school to be a microbiologist. She's just a brilliant young woman. And, uh, and she said, you know, it's got a lot of fear mongering in it, Dad. Like, uh, you know, there's a lot of fear mongering. And she's not wrong, right? Uh, and, and here's why I want to talk to you about fear today. Because fear fear is a powerful motivator, okay? The Bible talks a lot about fear, but so did non, and people who are not uh, referencing the Bible. Uh, oftentimes you'll hear motivational speakers, uh, business speakers, life coaches, uh, strategists like myself talk about there are two things that motivate us, pain and pleasure. Well, pain is basically a synonym for fear, right? Uh, we're motivated by two things, uh, you know, pleasure, you know, getting joy from what we're doing or pain, meaning like the fear of something hurting, right? There's our motivators. Now I bring this up to you because right now there's a lot of fear out there. Some valid, some maybe not valid, but I, I was just driving down the highway. I'm heading to get a haircut. Uh, I'm recording this on Bluetooth. And so far today, I've seen two people in their car alone wearing masks. One, an older gentleman. So maybe he's, you know, worried about COVID, immunocompromised, whatever. And one, somebody maybe in their 20s. Again, could be immunocompromised. I don't know. But more and more, I'm seeing people in their car wearing their mask. And a question came in my mind. If you're the person, the only person that drives your car, and you're the only person in your car, who are you going to get the virus from? Like, I just don't get it. And then, I, but then my first, first thought, right? Like, is like a lot. I'm like, oh, that's dumb. But you know what? That's a, that's a, that's a really crap response. And so I thought for a minute, I said, you know, I'm, I feel sad. If that person's immunocompromised, uh, if that person needs to wear a mask because they get sick easy, like, man, I feel bad for them that, that they have to do that. And by the way, the young one wearing a mask has a University of Michigan M on the back of his car, which is the state I'm from, uh, which makes more sense why they're wearing a mask all the time because that state is living in fear right now. Um, constantly, thanks to the governor there, Whitmer. Um, but, but, but I say this because I, I then need to stop and go, you know what, if somebody's genuinely immunocompromised, if they, my daughter has a friend who's a very high risk for any respiratory illness, I feel bad for anybody that's going through that. But I'm going to tell you also, I feel bad for anybody who's just afraid of something that they can't control. 
Like, we can't control... There are intelligent things we can do to help prevent the spread. Yes, wearing a mask when you're out and about and in contact with people, that's something that's a kind of thing to do, right? Not to protect yourself, but to protect others, right? Because the stupid cloth mask is not going to stop you from getting anything, but it can stop you from spitting on somebody. I get it. This isn't a mask debate show. But what this is, is a show that says sometimes we have to... Not, not sometimes. We can never let fear run our lives. Psalm 34 verses 4 and 5 say this. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. Listen to verse 4 again. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Friends, are you praying and asking God to, to remove fear from you? Are you praying and are you asking God, hey, help me not be afraid of the stuff that I shouldn't be afraid of. Listen, uh, even if there's a vaccine for COVID-19, that doesn't mean you can't get it ever. There are flu vaccines and people get the flu, right? Um, Even if there's medication that comes out, there's not a cure. It's a virus. We're always going to have the risk of getting it. So are you going to drive around alone in your car with a mask on your whole life? Are you going to drive around living in fear your whole life of something that you can't get? Do you realize right now more people die in car accidents than they do of COVID-19? Have you stopped driving and decided to stay home? Of course not. More people die from from lightning strikes. I mean, the percentage is higher of of death from a, a lightning strike or drowning or your home burning down. You have a higher chance of dying from a violent crime than you do of catching COVID-19. If you live in Chicago, you have a much higher chance of being killed by a gun over the weekend from gang gangbangers than you do of dying from COVID-19. So do you stay locked in your home with the shades drawn? Of course you don't. See, there's a song uh, on, on the radio that's uh, it's called Fear is a Liar. Here's the thing. The enemy, the devil, wants you to live in fear. Because when you're focused on your fear, you're not focused on the blessings and the strength of the God who created you. When you're focused on the things you're afraid of, you are not focusing on the growth that God has planned for you, the blessings that God has planned for you, which also means it prevents you from going out and blessing other people because you're afraid. Your fear is a distraction. Now, I'm not saying there aren't rational fears. I wouldn't go out at night in Chicago knowing that somewhere between 15 and 40 people get gunned down every weekend. I'm not going to go walking around in an area where that's happening. That's not, that, that's stupid. It's not an intelligent decision. I'm not going to go dance in a pit of rattlesnakes when I know they're going to bite me. Okay, there are rational fears and irrational fears. Irrational fears. Rational fears are a warning sign to help you make better decisions. Irrational fears are a distraction from Satan to keep your eyes off the beauty, the wonder, and the majesty of our creator, God. Friends, pray to God. Listen, Listen again to Psalm 34 verse 4. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. If you're living in fear right now, seek the Lord. If you're living in fear right now, pray to God and ask him to deliver you from your fears in the name of Jesus. 
listen, if you're if you're not someone who reads the Bible and you're like, I'm curious about this, but I don't want the King James, the weird, you know, sounds like pig Latin kind of dialogue, then check out the New Living Translation. It's a it's a very readable translation. Check out the message. It's a it's they, it's considered a paraphrase, uh, but it's it's really the Bible written in language of how we communicate, and it's also when these scriptures were originally written, they weren't written to be like a reference book with different, you know, books and chapters for us to reference so that we can play pick a verse to make our point. The Bible is written in stories and each section of a story has context and the message translation, instead of going verse by verse numbers, it, it, it'll, it'll put the section in context so that when you're reading it, you're reading it in context of the story. If you've never explored the Bible, let me encourage you, start exploring now. Seek the Lord. Ask him to remove your fears, and he will, because God loves you. And I'll tell you what, friends, I love in you, too. In two miles, take the Thank Washington you. 202 East exit toward Woodenville, Redmond. I'm on my way to get a haircut, so you might have just heard my GPS. Listen, God loves you, and I love you, too. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If it brought value to you, please, can I ask that you share it with others? Hopefully, it'll make an impact on their lives as well. No matter where you're at, remember this. You're just one moment away.